fucking tough. You didn't know that was coming, did you? Brand new intro. It's smooth. Halfway through Feb. Yeah. February flow. It's for Valentine's Day, obviously. It's a bit more love tones. <laughs> Barry White type. Uh... This is how my conversation's going today, ladies. <laughs> listen closely. <laughs> So today we're talking about when you go on that cinema date and you got that guy sitting next to you and he's opening up his bag of crisps and he'd be like, all up in your ear. Really eating loudly, crunching. Like you're saying, when there's a a speech part, quite a quiet bit of the film, important part to watch. Someone decides to go into their their bag of crisps or Haribo. Absolutely. Going into the popcorn. I mean, sitting there... And grazing, next to a grazing cow, almost. <laughs> Churchill. I mean, come on. The big dog is about to lay down his speech, and me next to me is like... <laughs> I'm like, dude, seriously. When I say dude, I meant Sue. Sue is the one I'm joking, but... I was like, oh, it's so annoying, isn't it? Like, if you're on a cinema date this week, or whatever, the only movie you will be allowed to see is Fifty Shades or something, because every cinema is just cut out all decent movies for that pile of whatever. So whilst you're doing that, trying to be romantic or, you know, lusty or whatever you're doing, think about those poor people who are sitting next to you when you are munching so loudly watching a movie, you know. They might be trying to schmooze each other and you're there smashing away your popcorn, your crisps, your whatever. Oh, it's just... I didn't realise it drove me that nuts. It's nearly as bad as when Mark Cooney is in the office... The absolute chomper. Well, you, you just called him out for drinking loudly. <laughs> I've never heard anyone drink like it. Chewed a drink. He did. I've heard of like chewing your liquids, but... It's like, might, as, it might as well go like miniature, the whole hog, so... What is, it, what is it? A miniature cow to another? <laughs> a, little, a little calf on the tea. He's so... <laughs> so noisy. He's actually behind you right now. Like, <laughs> he's, gesturing. I know he's, gesturing loudly. He's just... Um, but then, oh. yeah, like say, when Dean comes in and, and bites his fork... What's that about? Surely it doesn't feel good on your teeth. What is it about? I think, Honestly, uh, I've lost the plot of it all. I think, you, I think I've got do, that. Uh, you do get wound up quite easily. Oh, but I think eaters. I've got that noisy eating thing. And I'm not saying I'm the perfect eater, but it just drives me bananas. <laughs> like, it is savage. That, to be fair though, and I'm not. this weren't my seamless link because we're not actually talking about it, but <clears> the popcorn situation. Yeah. Like, for the sake of 60p, it was going large instead of medium. I'd done the whole bag of large again. I've done a whole bag. Well, that's another couple of hundred calories. Easy. In there. The thing is, I actually I went the other uh, weekend and I, I did the sad thing of looking at the calorie totals of the nutritionals of the popcorn just to see how they go, you know what how they differ and uh, sugar versus salted. Add on a, about on average two hundred calories extra for all the sugar they put into that. Um, so, Sweet. quick tip: if you obviously if you want to save a few calories, go salted. But then you'll obviously drink more. So if you drink. Yeah. We'll call it full fat coke. It's not got fat in it, but you know, we'll say that because that's what people say. Then you're going to be taking in the calories from the coke to wash that down. So go to the diet, drink, go get water. The salted, you're probably not going to eat as much anyway. So win. Okay, yeah, so there's your hack. Yeah, what about when you get sweet and salted and then put Maltesers on the top? Well, who does that? <laughs> not yeah. me. Not me. That'd <laughs> be bad, right? Sweet and with a bag of Maltesers in the top. <laughs> That'd be terrible for your yeah. health. Never do that. Uh, no. Anyway, yeah. that's mindless eating and loads of calories. Anyway, <laughs> But that's not my rant, okay? And today, the fact that it's, it's a... probably the, the biggest markup on that type of confectionery ever seen. It is the most the, ridiculous thing you've ever come across. £3.99 for a bag of Maltesers, which costs a quid down your local shop. And popcorn probably costs some pennies to make. I know obviously they've got the, all the 
the overheads, the staff, the the machines, etc. But that's unreal. Yeah, honestly, I'm like the bloke. Have you ever seen Narcos? The uh, uh, I haven't. No. See, I've revived. Okay, I'm only calling <coughs> out because I saw it for the first time yesterday. And I'm just trying to drop you know cool bombs of Netflix. Anyway, the geezer gets given a jacket to smuggle in cocaine. I'm like him, I, but without the cocaine. Harry Potter. Like yeah. You, like even sweet and salt with popcorn, like a big bang, like open up the bang in there. You so know, Harry Maltesers, cut the lining else. out of your jacket, your puffer jacket, and uh, just filled it with sweets and popcorn. Yeah, go, and in, then, go in with a problem is though, I come out full. the same size and I've eaten all of it. It's just me swollen up from all the all the food I've eaten, so I've still got a puffer jacket on. Just with an anorak instead. Is that, yeah, anyway, be careful doing that. Right. So anyway, the, the, what we're actually going to talk about today. Now we've gone to the subject. We haven't, Something but we're going into anyway. I had a call today and. It, it, it's, it all sounded quite promising. It was back in, involved in our 60-day um, kickstart. And the lady I spoke with has gone through nearly, it sounded like, every kind of uh, approach to uh, nutrition, going, for, uh, go, going through some of the history, like, like a lot of people, as we do. We all sort of try uh, certain diet types and stuff like this. But what, and this is really, really says what was wound me up today. It's got me really like, I don't know, fired up anyway, so I'm going to squat in a bit. But <laughs> she went to the GP because she was in a position of fear about her weight, which I get. And it, and and it's probably the, uh, the right place to go if you're really worried about it, you know. And you, who do you seek out? You seek your health professional, okay? So she's gone there, and she said that when she went there, they put her on a diet, which is, by the by, it's what it is. Because you know, it you'd was... You'd hope there would have been some sort of markers done, some tests and to see if it was anything underlying first instead of just going and saying have this diet you're you're slightly overweight they might have done bmi which is yeah it's kind of irrelevant for a lot of people but it does work for people who are who are overweight a certain degree they you'd hope they'd have done some blood tests some this that and the other just in case there's anything underlying but we didn't obviously you didn't know that but it's fine but what was the advice given my, well, the my thing is right with this and it may be a bias for me or whatever is that they approach the diet, which I get, and I agree with, actually. We know the way to probably, you know, you have, you have to be in a calorie deficit, right, to, to lose weight, say, unless there's other medical things, which is pretty rare, but, you know, it's one of those. And she was at a point where, you know, and, and if, if anyone was at a point where they were struggling to exercise and do stuff, then, yeah, you know, managing your nutrition is key. So they put her on a, uh, I, I mean, it's a calorie-controlled diet, okay? That's what it was, be all and all. But it was one that was given with advice. Given well, it, it, well, it was it was it was a, it's a certain it was a, it was a it was a product basically, but it was a product that cost her a lot of money. And that was the first thing she said was that you know the GP recommended I did this, but it was very expensive. Now, I know you know majority of people know it's not easy when you're trying to lose weight, especially if you've got yourself into bad habits, this that and the other, and. Yeah, if you were given a program or something to follow religiously and you had to be really on point with it, and if you did that, that you got the result, you know, you, you would do it, right? You'd probably you'd mm. probably go into it. But I know and you know that you can do that without costing loads and loads of money. Yeah, there like, is. If you're guided and given help, then there are ways of doing it at very, very little cost, yeah. you know? Like, I, I mean... I could give someone a, a diet plan for free that was very low calories and, and it gave them the nutrients, etc. that they needed, not cost them hundreds of pounds a month for it. 
mean, but that's kind of what that's that's kind of one thing or another, your, right? Your um, your you. I suppose personal trainers, we aren't viewed as uh, as health professionals. We're not qualified in terms of that side of things of like uh, prescribing stuff. Yeah, we can give good guidance and advice to people to follow certain strict regimes to to begin with to get over certain habits that we see maybe uh, maybe common practices you know bad nutrition etc yeah. we can try and help rectify through uh, through some say coaching but um i think a lot of the people and it's trouble with the health or the, the fitness industry is a lot of people see pts as sort of rep counters as such mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the gym but don't necessarily have anything to give on the other side of things such as you know your mindset coaching, your nutrition coaching. So why wouldn't anyone go to their health professional, i.e. their GP, and, first and, of all? And, and to be honest, I, I'm not, I, don't, I haven't <coughs> got an argument with that. And no, actually, no, no. I believe <laughs> that's cool. And I haven't even got an argument with the fact that they put her on this programme. No. But part the, of the me is a little bit is... like, right, you've got... Because I think their other option was saying about they, they, they're like the gastric way or, or, or this. So, okay, you could either go down the gastric band, okay, which you say one, there's a whole other subject to go into... Or follow this diet, which is going to cost you a lot of money. So she's gone to find help and advice, and has ended up coming out with buying a diet plan, essentially. Mm. Which, and and, and the caveat to it, or, or, or the, the thing I do kind of understand, I understand why it worked, because it did work. So, don't get me wrong, it did work. And it worked because she was in a huge calorie deficit. And also, because she invested into it. Because if I had gone along and gave this person a diet plan, just a piece of paper, and said, eat this, 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 yeah, this, you'd this. You'd do really well on this if you follow this. It would have mm. been like, okay, <clears throat> yeah, cool. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing flash. It would have been some veggies, some fruit, some lean meat, uh, whatever, water and stuff like that. But it just wouldn't have been attractive enough. And <clears throat> there wouldn't have been enough invested into it. If I had said, this is a miracle diet, if you follow and eat these exact fruits, veggies, foods, or whatever... And if this special combination would create you to lose nearly two or three stone if you follow it for four weeks, then she may have gone, right, yeah, I'll give you money. And do you know what? I'm going to lose weight because she'd have spent the money. She wouldn't want to waste the money. And there would have been a belief that it was this magical whatever it was that made her lose weight. So really, it was the calorie deficit. We know that. But this is what got me. And this is what annoyed me. She was told because she was on this calorie deficit... And this is where people might argue with me, and that's fine, but to not do any exercise. Because if she'd done the exercise, it would have eaten into her muscle mass. Now, I get it, okay? If she had exercised, because of the huge deficit she was put on, a very low calorie uh, account, especially when they put her straight onto that from being on such a high calorie take, I'm assuming, she would have felt pretty rough, pretty rubbish. But to not exercise, okay, well, A, this nutrition plan hadn't taught her anything about nutrition, she said. She didn't know what to do afterwards, was her comment. It did, in a positive, give her the the mental strength in some respects to, to realise that she didn't have to eat all the other rubbish, but she could also stick to a plan, so that's kind of good. But some sort of education, surely, from like, if you're going to a health professional, your GP... You know, it's always maybe helping someone educate someone to where to go next and what to do with their lifestyle rather than and but to, to then tell them they shouldn't exercise. Listen, exercise, yes, is great to help contribute to a calorie deficit. 
okay? So that would have been a positive, and in fact, she would have been allowed to eat a little more, and she would have probably felt a little bit better from doing so. But the big thing is, if you're telling people who aren't moving a lot, by the sounds of things, and are eating really badly, to then still not move and go onto like a shake diet, like, what? where's the benefit in her, her mindset in terms of exercising? Because she, she's even said since then, because she's done multiple things since, she feels so much better when she's exercising. Of course she does. Like, I mean, what good is it doing for her actual body in terms of her, her muscles, her joints, her, her mindset, her he mental health, if you're not allowed to exercise? Like, it was, it was just bananas. It's beyond me. I can't believe that someone in that position didn't give her more support and guidance or try to offer her places to go to get more support and guidance, but instead sold her, uh, uh, basically, down the line to a, a, a fad or a shake diet. Not a fad one, because, you know, whatever. It, it is what it is, and it works. I get that. Got her in a deficit. And yet, and you can argue that now she's moving more, but her, her education through it was nothing, so she rebounded off it, off the back of it, and wasn't exercising, and actually had another three or four months of doing nothing, which could have been prevented. Could have just been told to do light walking. Mm. You know, give her some sort of understanding of what to be doing. She was told not to do any exercise because it was going to affect her muscle mass. She saw it as a negative thing to be exercising. Unfortunately, I think it goes down to, say, the GPs being very limited in their knowledge of stuff. They're very sort of by the book and they, they uh, look at fixing a problem with certain prescriptions etc and whatever but they don't necessarily have an open mind on certain things and a lot of them are actually like this is probably a generic a general blanket term but a lot of them are quite unhealthy in a way because they've got a high stress job they don't necessarily follow any exercise themselves they don't have any knowledge in that side you do find some doctors and some gps especially who are who are really on it and who who, who are very forward thinking in terms of how about their their, their uh, patients and helping them out but Unfortunately, a lot of them are maybe stuck in the same ways for a few years, and there's a lot of real sort of progress being made in the even you can see in in the media like the last five ten years how much nutrition's changed, how much exercise is now real commonplace. It's not just go to a gym and just go on a pound away on a treadmill. There's loads of different options. People are looking at scientific benefits of certain things. Um, there's so much more out there now, and funny enough, the, I guess the the GPs and I haven't caught up with that yet. They're still stuck in the same old, just prescribe this, do this, black and white. It says don't do any exercise, don't do any ex exercise with this. You know, follow this to the letter because that's what it's outlined and that's what that's, they just go by the book, right? I think and I think this is the thing that got me is where she sounded a little bit upset. She went, you know what? It was great because I lost weight, but then I put it back on and it cost me a lot of money and I just kind of felt like I didn't know what to do next. Square. So that's it. Kind of to me said it was like it was cool because I lost weight, but then I'm almost I'm not back in exactly the same position. So I'm not I'm not you know completely dissing whatever the advice was, but then she was back to square one with the fact that she was lost and like she actually didn't feel like she got a lot of help. And then she said I didn't know what to do whether to go back to them because I was just worried they're going to tell me yeah. I've got to go back on that exactly, diet. Yeah. It's, it's going to cost me a fortune. So she went and looked at other things like yeah. Uh, uh, like most people do, you Weight Watchers, you Slim World, you whatever it is, uh, uh, you know, body so yeah, coach. They're great. They, yeah, they work for a, for a degree of people who are committed to those formats. Some people stick to it. Some, again, yo-yo. Um, what everything, what a lot of them are missing is, not everyone, not all of them, because I know certain uh, approaches do follow up with the education side of things, but it's that. It's the continued 
education, even at the simplest level, of what to do next if you're on your own. And now whether people go back to their old ways or not, that's their habits to work on. But if you have the tools, if you if you at least know what to do next, implementation is the next thing to get into. Right, okay, how do I do it? Can I do it on my own or do I need someone else to support and coach me through that? But if you don't have the education, it's like, well, what happens when this ends? We just assume that you can follow on eating how you're eating for, forever. In the terms of that sort of, mm. uh, quick weight loss diet, then no, it's probably unsustainable for a very short time, let alone forever. Um, but having the skills and education to, like what I'm just saying, from our point of view, what we try and do is teach people how to, A, get the, their, if, if weight loss is the goal, get their weight moving off the body. Um, B, is show them that progress is possible when they've they've struggled for so long. And C is kind of then phase out into a normal, we call maintenance way of eating, which is like nice, enjoying... Uh, Something they can adhere to. It, yeah, sure. adhere to, but get progress, but also enjoy things in life so they don't feel like they're <laughs> on diet, but also know that if they needed to drop weight again, just doing a few little simple changes to their, their sort of weekly eating plan um, can make that happen again. It's like, so they're not actually lost. It's not like, right, do this, get the weight loss. Uh, you're on your own. Yeah. Right, what do I do? Um, I'll probably just fall back to the same habits that were, got me overweight in the first place. And the sad thing was, is when, when she mentioned to me that she started doing exercise later on um, down the line because of, uh, when she was reluctant to do it initially because she was worried that she was going to, basically, in her head now, this has taught her that when she exercises, she was burning her muscle, not her fat. You know, we've you seen know, uh, recently say. about studies that have shown that you there's very little lean muscle mass lost when on a diet. Um, we know that resistance training can help stop that happening as such, so it can really um, halt the progress or halt the uh, the degradation of that muscle fiber and that muscle tissue. So, to not exercise, of course, they're going to lose muscle mass and they're going to lose that uh, that strength and ability to feel good on a day-to-day basis but training can prevent that almost yeah and, and this is the thing is she was saying that she had to put herself off of training because of this advice and kind of felt that that was the you know the thing that would would happen um and then when she did start training because she decided to go along with a friend to someone which is great and remember friends are great for that if you're a good friend encouraging people you may think that they don't want to be encouraged or don't want to do something but if you go hey do you want to just try this they might jump in with it right and, and yeah, don't just assume they don't want to do it. Anyway, she jumped in with her friend and she was like, oh, I felt really good. And actually she said after a while, she was getting less aches and pains for all of her body. And she was doing more on a day-to-day basis just from doing the exercise, which she kind of had been put off doing by a GP, which is absolutely ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. I even asked where, I mean, I was almost tempted to go down and speak to the guy and just be like, I just want to hear what your theory is on this. Like really where, what your real views are, because that's actually somebody's come to us now and like fantastic. Like she's coming on board. She's and like, I can't, I'm actually excited about hopefully completely transforming her mindset around all of these things uh, and getting a great result and just making her more positive about training. Hopefully wanted to come in here regularly and do an exercise. I mean, don't get me wrong. She said, like, yeah, she does exercise now. She's tried different bits, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. She's overcome that hurdle. She says she kind of, you know, doesn't love it now in some respects with a giggle afterwards, as most people do. 
you know, it's that love-hate relationship. You know, she feels better for doing it, so she kind of loves it for that. It's hard. But also, you know, it says it's, you know, it's tough. Um, But, you know, she's looking for something different, something fun, something more exciting that she said she wanted to do. So we're hopefully going to give her that option, give her the opportunity. And like many, you know, of our clients do, they they come in, they you know, they basically abuse us, to be honest. They, you know, give us abuse, message us on Facebook afterwards, on the page and say, you know, Oh, that was terrible. The worst ever. Should never love it, really. But all this sort of, you know, backhanded stuff. But at the end of the day, we know they love it because they come and we have a giggle, we have a laugh, the smiles on the face, and that's what it's about, right? So the, to, to think that you can put somebody off that in their life is madness from a health perspective. I just couldn't, and that was my that's my big rant. Yeah, huge rant. I don't really rant too much, but that, you can as you can imagine that does upset me because. I mean, yeah, I've obviously got passion for doing fitness and doing stuff. And I understand there, is, there are times when people are at a certain stage where exercise is incredibly hard. And maybe it is yeah. uh, almost near, near on impossible in some respects to do certain things. But it's a, it's a very small percentage of people who can't just even, you know, go for like a potentially a little walk with support or something. Or, find, or even just given the idea of the guidance of someone to say, right, why don't you go and see these people and see what they can do? Or, or here's, here's some advice to do this. Rather than selling them, and actually, the fact she had to go and pay a load of money for it as well it was like it was kind of like yeah. you must have some thinking system here that we can help people with. There's surely there's something going wrong if we've not got another option. Sorry, it's gastric band, or you pay a load of money out. Surely there's something else in between. I'm sure there is. Maybe she just had a bad, bad, you know, GP or something at the time. I don't want to, you know, but I don't know. It, it was just something that got to me today, and I just, I just want everyone to think about it. If you. And also the thing is, since then, she's tried lots of different diets. And this was another thing that came up. She she mentioned that, you know, diets have changed or, or the way to lose weight has changed over the last 10, 20 years. That's not true. That is not true. It is about being in the calorie deficit. The approaches have been there's different. More, okay? more, more learned the last probably decade. Yeah. In that side of things, you know, to the science behind. But in terms of, in, in terms but... of what all these different diets that have worked yeah, we she, said see... these, she said these diets have worked in the past for her, like these other ones since trying and she said but they've changed again now haven't they and the way to lose weight's changed popularity but it, no no the, the, the way to lose weight is being in a calorie deficit and that can be you know that can happen from either being in uh, you know by expelling more energy by doing more exercise if you're allowed to um, you know, it's, you know walking or just moving more um, on a day to day basis or consuming less than what you were currently, uh, you know that there's different ways of approaching it. A hundred percent, you know, and and she said that she preferred uh, lower carbohydrates. Cool, go lower carbohydrates. Get your protein in. Keep your muscle. Whatever works. What you're right? doing, so get moving. The, but you're saying if it's something that you can stick to, yeah. adhere to, then you're winning, right? The thing, the thing that makes three McDonald's a day. <laughs> well, it, it could work if your your calories were under what you need, right? <laughs> to lose weight, is it healthy? Healthy, no, no. not so much. No, but then then they've come on that. Uh, under 600 calorie uh, meal bandwagon now. Because they know it, right? Because they know that everything, you know, people are going to start to to kind of question the, the, the health uh, approach of, I don't know they had salads and things and fruit bags for for ages now, but if you go there and you get a proper meal, you're looking over a thousand calories and they're thinking, well, a lot of restaurants are putting these 600 calorie options. I don't know where the 600 came from, but I guess for most people, you can fit three 600 calorie meals in a day and you're pretty much there. For a lot of people, if they do a bit of exercise as well, mm. I don't know, maybe yeah, five six hundred calories per meal. Um, so they've jumped on that, and uh, and but then you see a lot of the the um, negative 
feedback on things like the yeah, Facebook advert posts and stuff about going, oh, I've come to McDonald's to get you know, dirty food. Why are you putting all this 600 calorie menus on? <laughs> no, they they absolutely, they have. Yeah, they are absolutely <laughs> slating McDonald's for putting on lower option yeah. meals. You are forcing me to be healthy, and I'm not. I don't happy want to have this. a salad when I go there. I want a dirty double well, burger. Buy, and, buy it then. Yeah, yeah exactly. The options so still, still there. there. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, but there's that's people, quite funny. Other people kicking off about this uh, Burger King. You've got like a celebrate retreat grande burger or something like. It's an even bigger, big burger. Okay, no. So I don't like know. They, they they do their McBook burger or whatever. Right? <laughs> what is it? What is it called? A large Whopper. Is it a Whopper? In a Burger King, yeah. No, not Burger King. You They're said Burger King, no? Did I? McDonald's. McDonald's. Big Mac. Big Mac, yeah. They right. do an even bigger Big Mac. Even bigger Big Mac. Bigger, 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 bigger. Anyway, and it's like 700 and some odd calories just for the burger. And okay. like, oh, you're, this is just great. And I kind of get it. Yeah, it's great. But still, someone still will go in and buy it, right? I know giving them the option to have that. Yeah. It's probably not the best thing. But let's be honest, if they're like interested in eating a lot of food, they're not going to stop at a Big Mac. They're going to have the Big Mac, the nuggets, the chips, the yeah. milkshake, the whatever. I mean, the 700 calorie, <laughs> calorie burger yeah. was always going to be topped up with about another sort of 800 calories of other, the other bits. And the... Doesn't count, mate. It's liquid. Okay. <laughs> right. But yeah, anyway, so for another day, I guess uh, we'll have a look. Well, maybe we'll test them out. We'll go and maybe we're going to have to try this up. We'll of... go and see my GP. I'll uh, <laughs> catch Stop at McDonald's on the way past. <laughs> yeah. All right. Peace.